This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. Oh, here we go. A Wednesday podcast for you as we move through the week. A very interesting show uh, this morning on so many levels. You had the Cubs winning, or excuse me, the Indians winning. Well, maybe Eddie can grab that and say I screwed up. Uh, you also had the Knicks losing to the Cavaliers, so Cleveland the place to be. We also had the Bet stuff this morning, the Fort Raptor stuff this morning. Uh, a very weird morning on the Boomer and Carton show. We talked about retirement, which i got to be honest, I was a little uneasy listening to that because I see my future going right down the drain. Right. Uh, you were uneasy. And he doesn't seem to give a damn about anything. He does not. So he's kind of good. But uh, see, an interesting day. Yes, Jerry, it was an interesting day. Yesterday, I got uh, new tires put on my car. How'd that go? Well, listen, I got 100,000 miles on my previous tires. So I wanted the same tires. Okay, I like that. Shout out to Michelin. They're still not sending you free tires. Oh, still you don't think? Probably All right. Not. Uh, well, they uh, they were the tires I had. I had a hundred thousand miles on them, so I got new tires. But I didn't realize, Jerry, new tires when they do like balancing and front end alignment and all yeah. that nonsense. Nine hundred fifty dollars. I believe it. I totally believe it. Yeah. It's not just the like you just said. It's not just the tires. It's the labor to put them on. It's the BS that goes with them as well. Yeah. I always I always told you when I used to work at the shop. I used to fixed tires. I could also change tires, no problem. People would buy them. I could do it. I never understood the idea of needing balance weights. They're new tires. Why yeah. why do the why does everything have to be why don't they just automatically balance themselves out? I agree. I See? think it's a scam, Jerry. So how does that go? Is yes. that for Al Dukes, who is independently wealthy, is that cash, well, not credit wealthy. card, debit card? I will a credit card that. You'll credit card I that pay, get the points? Uh, yeah, just I don't like I don't really carry cash. The only thing I ever pay cash is uh, like food items for individual food items, like okay. if I'm going to buy a sandwich. But that's not a debit purchase. That's a credit no, card. No, I don't debit anything. Really? Yeah. Now, why is that? I don't know. It just seems too screwy-lewy. Like on my credit card, if something goes wrong... I call my credit card company. They take care of it immediately. Debit seems like they have access to my bank accounts. I don't like that. Well, everybody's got access anyway. I mean, our I information's guess. out there. But I know what you're saying. You yeah. feel like you keep swiping it. Everybody can see it and use it. And Yeah. I get it. That's I just prefer the credit card. And then every then every month when I get the credit card statement, I'm shocked. Like, what did I possibly purchase Sure. to tally this up? And then even when you look sometimes at the credit card statement, you go... Well, clearly they've done the math wrong. And Until I'll start, you take a calculator out. <laughs> yeah, I'll get a calculator. I'll go down every item. I'm like, how does this 
equal twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. What did I? There's nothing on here. I couldn't agree with you more. You sit there and say, oh, twenty two dollars. Yeah, no problem. I'll put that down. Oh, that's thirteen. And then it adds up. And yeah, how did that add up to that? Yeah. So I can't imagine like when you put a real purchase on there, like tires. What that's going to do to my balance at the end of not the month. good. Is not what it's going good. To do and I'll to forget balance. about it within two weeks, three weeks uh, when I get bill. the bill. I'm like, what did I possibly purchase? Yeah. So, no, I do not pay cash for that, Jerry. No, well, good for you. Jerry, I have a, a very thick survey here well, that, was, different ways. that was done by Healthline.com. That sounds legit. It's everything you wanted to know about pooping habits in the United States. Oh, God. So hey, I you wanted can't to even see, get through one story without doing poop. <laughs> I wanted to see where you fell on this. Oh. Average bowel movement. How free- about where you fall oh, on it? Oh, I'll, well, we'll both do, Jerry. Okay, that's fine. I'll even go first if you want. Mine's going to be complicated. Average bowel movement frequency. Most people, 47%, make a bowel movement once a day. Okay. I will tell you that for me, uh, on the weekends when I'm home and comfortable in my home, uh, in the morning, I uh, go both days, Saturday and Sunday. Once each. Uh, Once each. Right. Once Saturday, once Sunday morning. And how about the rest of the week? Uh, well, today is a Wednesday. I've not gone since Sunday. So you've got a sausage curled up in your I've stomach got, right now. God knows what's going on. I, uh, I've, I got, I've gone all day the rest of the day <gasps> Sunday, all day Monday, all day Tuesday. Have you ever given thought Wednesday to how much you eat? Yes. And how little is coming out? Yes, I do. Even when I go, I'm like... There's got to be more. Yeah, where is it? <laughs> where is it being stored? I don't know. That is horrendously disgusting. Horrendous. Not to mention, so I'll answer that question. All right, Jerry. So this is frequency of bowel movements. And for much of my life, I would say once a day is about right. Every day. And it would usually be sometime in the afternoon. I can't tell you when, but whatever. It's not like some, I know some people are, it's going to be 732 every day when they wake up. Whatever. It's not that nuts. I will tell you this. What have I been doing for the last month, which I showed you on my phone? Uh, you've been uh, tracking your calories. Right. So I've been doing that because my iron levels were so deficient. I was trying to figure out a way to get them proper. Back in order. And I tried to go more vegetables, protein, and lay off the carbohydrates, which right. I'm slowly getting there. Well, the second part of that is a lot more vegetables, a lot more raw vegetables. I will tell you in the last two weeks, it's upwards of two to three times a day. Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. All in the afternoon when you get home? Uh, pretty much. Well, your kids must think uh, daddy's just always on the toilet. Well, the on three times a day. The only thing I would say about My it goodness. is, the only thing I would say about yes. it is, is because of the food I'm eating, it's relatively quick. All right. It's There's nothing. You're not lingering. No. It's not like you go, there are some people that I also know that will go into the bathroom, take a book, a magazine, a cup of coffee apparently, and will sit in there for 45 minutes. Not even close to the case. Yeah, the doctors uh, tell you you're not supposed to do that. It's, that's how you could get hemorrhoids sitting right. on not the toilet. Good. Not, not good. So because of what I'm eating, it's going in and coming out quickly. You're in and out. And so it's a little weird, but I don't even think my I don't even think they've even noticed. Your children? Honest. No, I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. So uh, then the time of day, most people, 60% of people go in the morning. Right. Well, the problem for us is we're here in the morning, and we're really just not doing it. Right. The problem for us is we get up as late as possible to go into work because we come in so early that we get up, shower, brush our teeth out the door. There's no time to relax and sit down and have a cup of coffee. Right. For me, on the weekends when I I get up, I relax, I have a coffee, I go right into the bathroom here. 
as I told you, it's now Wednesday. I've not gone this week. What do you think of this idea? And then we'll get back to this just because you brought it up. I was was contemplating this idea yesterday. Why not get up a little bit later, do an hour's worth of work at home, all the research work that we do at home that we, you know, put on the screen, and then get in at five to where I can, that's when I start doing the editing. I take the first hour to get everything done. I'm thinking, why not come in at five and start doing the editing? For me, it's all about parking. That's a good I'm point. looking for a parking spot. So it's really about the parking. Yeah, yeah otherwise you're right. I would do that. That's probably if we true. had a parking lot here. I know. That was free. I would definitely do that. Even if you had to pay $8 a day and not, I, would I don't do know, that. 40 <laughs> Right, not 40 Joke. How about this, Jerry? For people that will not go to the bathroom in public. Okay. The number one reason, lack of privacy. Sure. Number two is embarrassment. Okay. Germs or filth only affects 12% of people. It's more embarrassing. Yeah, people find it more embarrassing. Right. I agree with number one. Okay. Privacy and I would say comfort. Right. And here's, I'll give you one, and I never do this, but sometimes... Nature calls. Things happen. So last week I was going to Rutgers basketball practice. I left here, I was going straight there. On the way... My stomach was like, ugh, a little weird. I drove home. Well, no, let me let me stop again. I stopped at the rest stop on the New Jersey Turnpike. I walked in and With said... With the idea that you were going to poop there? That was the idea. Okay. I walked into the bathroom, gave it a look, no chance in hell. Right back into the car, and I diverted home. Now, I lost myself a half hour by going home and then going to Rutgers from there. But I still got there in just enough time for the start of practice. It worked out well. The only thing I lost was I was planning on a 30-minute nap in the car. But you got the comfort of your own toilet. But I got the comfort of my own home. So privacy and comfort, I think, is priceless. Absolutely. And I think more so than embarrassment. I think, honestly, you want to be comfortable. Then how about this one, Jerry? We were talking about this a long time. This is my favorite one. Preferred method to mask the smell of your bowel movement. Okay. What do you use after you go to the bathroom at home? Don't stink. You don't do anything. No, the air spray. Air spray. That's the number one answer. 41%. Yeah. I will tell you, re- only until I have done that my whole life. Although now you do poopery? No, now I do a light a match. It really does work. <laughs> because for some reason, my girlfriend's house, she never had an air freshener in there. And I was like, what is it? She goes, well, she light a alone. match. Right. I'm like, it works. Okay. So, so light leave, a match. You leave ma- a matchbook in the bathroom now. Yeah, a book of matches. It's in the drawer in the bathroom. Well, that's quite interesting. Yeah. Poopery, by the way, does work. It you, does. But you spray that in the bowl before you right, go. Right. But that's work. you got to think about it. Right. And especially if you are frantically getting to the toilet and <laughs> unbuckling and putting the seat down, and yes. now you got to spray poopery in there. <laughs> we Very had, difficult. We had an instance once, and this is embarrassing. All right. But we had friends over one time, and... He, he just had was having a tough day. And long story short, let's just say he made a mess. In your bathroom? Yeah, just because of when your stomach, when your stomach <laughs> problems, it can, thing wouldn't flush. That's tough. <laughs> now we talk about being in the bathroom for a long time. We're sitting there, and his wife's great. She, we're on the couch. We're all the three of us are having a conversation. TV's on, food's out. And all of a sudden, it's kind of like, where is he? <laughs> And I'm like, well, he's right down the hall. I don't know. Like, we're talking 30 minutes. So finally, I go down and knock on the door. I'm like, dude, you all right? He goes, no. <laughs> like, 
all right, well, if I can help you, let me know. He goes, I'm working on it. I'm like, all right, I don't know what that means. He's got all those plumber's gear out. He He's trying, trying to unclog to the toilet. He finally had to come out and be like, dude, I'm so sorry. He goes, uh, the bathroom needs to be fixed. I'm like, oh, gross. So I had to call the plumber the next day. That's why if you go at somebody's house, when you, you're not using your home field advantage toilet, you've got to flush more frequently for the fear of, I don't know how much toilet paper this person's home can Terrible. take. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Yeah, I felt bad for him. I really and, w- did. and what would you do if you used the bathroom at somebody's house, Jerry? What do you mean? I'm, I'm giving you the scenario. Oh. You had to use the bathroom. Let's say you came to my house. Okay. We were taping this podcast, and you excused yourself, and you thought, well, I got to sneak out, sneak and go sure. to the bathroom. And then, because you're eating all of these vegetables and fruits now, um, when you went to the bathroom, you left marks in the in the bowl. <laughs> What do you do? Keep flushing until it goes away. Yeah, I've done this move. I have balled up a big thing of toilet paper, <laughs> hit the flush button. As soon as the water went down, frantically wipe until it, before the water Ugh. comes up. Yeah. and then just really? Yeah, and then just really wash your hands. I've That's done that. That's just disgusting. I don't know what else to do. It's embarrassing. I would never in a million years think you would do that. Right. But you are more fearful of the embarrassment of leaving than the germs. marks than the germs. Right. You all think I'm a germaphobe? Embarrassment is more is a higher priority to me than. How about that? that? Yep, you learn something every day. That's right. Are you comfortable going? Is this a poop podcast today? No, just the whole first half. <laughs> I just have. To, I think one more quick one. Let All me right, see. Cool. Harold on Jerry. I was just wondering. How? Yeah. Um. This is my last one. Okay. How comfortable? How comfortable are you pooping at the following locations? A family member's house. Not great. Not comfortable. Comfortable? No, not great. Work. If I have to, fine, but there's nothing comfortable about these bathrooms. They're disgusting. A restaurant. How come you're not answering? Oh, I'm not comfortable anywhere in right. life. <laughs> a, restaurant, a restaurant? Not at all. Not at all. No, gross. Again. I told this story in my, uh, I did an entire bathroom podcast for Al's Boring Podcast. How do you an hour doing that? I did an hour on that. And uh, I did tell a story. One time, uh, my buddy Paul and I, we went to uh, Tony Roma's. Mm-hmm. The ribs? In, uh, in Florida. Oh, that must be And we something. got these ribs that were so fatty, but delicious, but they were fatty, and the ribs came with rice. During the meal, both of us <laughs> had to go to the bathroom, and when I went to the bathroom, there was rice in the toilet. And I told my sister that, who is a biology <laughs> right. teacher, she said it is impossible for rice to have traveled in your, <laughs> through your entire body in that short of time. Unless it had an anchor and an anvil with it. <laughs> I told her. It was rice right, in there. That is horrendous. You're welcome. Corn is one thing that gets Ugh. stuck sometimes. <laughs> really is disgusting. It is. The whole thing is disgusting. And yet everybody that's out there listening right now, everybody that's walking around this earth right now, everybody does it. Let me ask you this. Um oh, hmm. If you know your wife has gone into the bathroom to do that, okay, would you st- avoid sexual contact until you knew she showered, or is that just me? Uh probably just you. Really? Yeah. But all those parts are so, that having been so said, close together. They are. That's true. <laughs> and if I go to the bathroom and I think there will be some sexual contact later in the evening, I will shower first. Oh, I will try. I will, I will try and do that too. There's no question. I mean, I'm like I have stopped showers a day often. I have stopped sexual advance advances and said, I'm probably going to need a shower first. Really? Yes. That's how weird I am with. No, no, that's fine. Bathroom cleanliness. You guys, my wife, she gets out of a shower. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) 
there's nothing better. You're clean right now. I mean, there's nothing better. Right. Honestly, forget all that. Just in general. Right. I mean, is there anything better than a a freshly showered woman? No, there's not. Doesn't she need another shower? I hope so. (laughs) No? Hello? Oh, hello? Is it still on? Folks. Jerry, one of the other uh, things that I do like about uh, using the bathroom at home... I know I've discussed this before, but when I get comfortable at home to use the bathroom, I take my jeans and my underwear off, and I hang them on the towel rack. You hang them on the towel rack? Yeah, because I like to be free. But while I'm sitting there and going to the bathroom and contemplating life, I also get to admire my underwear, because it's hanging, Jerry, right on the towel rack. And I admire it. I go, boy, it's it's stylish colors. It's really high-quality fabrics, and... It has that special material that it doesn't smell, even though you've been wearing it all day. They're my Mack Weldons, Jerry. And that's my time to bond with a man I call Mack Weldon. You know him for his underwear. I do, and I actually love it as well. And I'll tell you what I like right now. The 18-hour jersey boxer briefs. How about Now, what does this mean? Well, so the 18-hour boxer brief is basically uh, it's designed for no-roll waistband, right? Mesh cooling zones. Perfect. How good is that, I love a by cooling the way? Zone in my You're talking pants. optimal comfort, mm-hmm. and it's a classic boxer brief. It's awesome. And how about these colors? But right? 18 hour means what? I can wear it for 18 hours and, yeah, and it's have, not going to roll. No it's not going to be great. Okay. No fear of anything. It's tremendous. And you like the, uh, what do you call it? You like the colors? I do. How about these colors? Stylish. This is palace blue. That's a nice color. I, I mean, think how I do those. you not impress your girlfriend? Draws get dropped. Mm-hmm. Palace blue, Palace babe. Blue. Come get it, right? That's right. You got that. How about evergreen? How about blue night? I like this one. Haute red heather. Haute red heather? That sounds kind of cool. That's and one, nice. And one more. Spruce yellow. Spruce yellow. That's good stuff there from Mac Weldon. Hmm. MacWeldon.com. Jerry, they also have socks and shirts. And I'm wearing look... my socks right now. Is that right? Yes, I am. I wore mine over the weekend. Here's the cool thing with the Mac Weldon socks. They look, they're like a hybrid sock. That looks like a dress sock, but feels like an actual sock that you would wear every day. Correct. So it's got a good look. You could wear with shoes or sneakers. Yep. And it feels great, too. And the t-shirts are phenomenal. From someone that wears t-shirts every day. You do. Phenomenal. You wear t-shirts every day. So here's what you do. Go to MacWeldon.com, and you're going to use promo code POSTGAME, and you're going to get 20% off your underwear. Then I suggest you wear them, and when you go to the bathroom, you hang them in front of you on like a towel rack of some sort. And admire them in that time that you're going to the bathroom. Right. Well, I don't hang stuff up when I go to the bathroom. But if I I do, I'll do what you do. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Now, how about this for a story? Uh, We're we're all, uh, I'm an organ donor. I don't know if you are. I read this. Uh, So some people are organ donors. I am. I don't think I would do with this guy. Like, I'm an organ donor for when I die, take my organs. Right. And I guess I would be an organ donor if a uh, relative or dear friend needed a kidney or something a kidney sure. or something yep but i'm not sh- i'm probably not going to give my organs to a stranger while i'm alive got it okay yeah but this gentleman did his name is chris dempsey and he had overheard someone's uh cousin or something she needed uh she needed a piece of a liver from somebody so this gentleman overheard this story. He said, uh, I'll go in and get tested and see if uh, my liver is a match. His liver was a match, Jerry. And they met up and had lunch to discuss this eight-hour-long surgery that this gentleman was going to have to give this woman his liver. 
And what's the end game? The end game is they just got married. Isn't that something? They struck up a love uh, relationship. A love connection. Upon donating of the liver. Now, I don't know about you and if you argue a lot. Luckily, I'm in a relationship where there's not a lot of arguing. But if I needed to get my way, I would say I did give you part of my living <laughs> and you're a winner every time right like i'd say uh like if you were going to go to the movies with your wife jerry and you both wanted to see two different things i'd be like mm, i did give you my liver <laughs> so we're going to go see the mo- the action movie i want to see really let's be honest anytime we have a conflict mm-hmm. i win you lose right and she is beautiful by the way yes she is he's fine too he's not great looking All right but he, he probably her. got better looking when he gave her his liver. Part of his liver. Now, right. he didn't give his whole liver. I know. Just need a piece of the liver. I'm aware. Yeah. Because that'd be weird. If he gave his whole liver, then he'd need a liver. Yes, he would need a and liver. And then he'd have to find somebody. Yes, I understand. But that is that is, uh, that is a nice man to give his liver, piece of his liver, to a complete stranger. Yeah, we don't have that in us. And he didn't even know she was beautiful. Well, that part of the story, I'm not so sure I believe. So you think he overheard the person say, mm, my cousin needs a liver, and he says, really, what does she look <laughs> I'm like? I'm just kidding. I and no then he idea. thought, I, she would have to at least go on one date with me if I'm giving her my liver. Is she at least an eight? Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, she's beautiful cool. and good for him, yeah. and that's a really nice thing he did. We're joking, obviously. We have no idea those uh, details, but very cool. It's very yeah. nice. Yeah, very well, nice. you have to do it for your relative. Ah, uh, yeah, of course you would. Right, How and uh, and probably for some of your best friends. Yes. But, like, if another update guy here needed a liver, would you? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, if no one else was. Right. Like, for me, if another it. producer here needed a liver. Wait, Russell, because if you don't give it to Russell, he'll kick your ass. Russell would kick my ass. Yeah, I'd pretend I wasn't a match. <laughs> I was like, I, I would love to help. I'm not You're a, a bad guy. <laughs> but when I pass away, you can have all of my organs. Yes. Yeah, so why do I nice, need right? them? Right, By the way, that's the, such the depressing thing about becoming an organ donor. Right. Like you're doing a good thing on the premise that you die soon. Right. It's, you know. Right. You're going to do a good thing. You could save many, many, help many families out. Hey, were you into, I know you have one more story. Were you into It's not the, that uh, great, Jerry. I'm kind of a... Uh, I'm not sure Grandma. if I want to do that one, so go ahead. What do were you have? You, were you into it all, the, that Australian Bachelor story I tweeted? Oh, you know, How I about didn't, that? I only read the headline. Let's do that one. So the headline is, there were two I mean, beautiful girls. It's, a, it's, they were it's the Bachelor. Australia. In Australia. Yes. And they were contestants on The Bachelor. Two women. And uh, they fell in love. With each other. Right. It was a and, straight Bachelor, though. Yes. They, they were looking to date a man Correct. on The Bachelor. And they posted photos on their Instagram account of them... Um, as they made the announcement uh, in their lingerie, that they're and a they uh, fan damn test. They're now a lesbian couple. They are, and they wow. posted some photos of them out having dinner together, hugging, okay. wow. doing activities, all sorts of good stuff. And I thought that's really interesting. Hence now, how I right. This is interesting. Now I had been reading they were they were supposed to be doing a, a gay and lesbian bachelor or a version of that. Although I think it was on the Logo Channel, the Logo Channel, which I believe is. Uh, a gay and lesbian themed uh, channel on television. True? Yes. And I thought they were going to do a version of The Bachelor, a gay version. Okay. And then a lesbian version. Are they doing that? I believe so. Right. So I would expect it to happen on that version no, of The Bachelor. No, this happened on the straight one. On the, on the straight and version of The Bachelor. And I think they surprised the everybody by announcing that. You know what, him? Not so much. We like each other. Now you know the producers of The Bachelor here in the U.S., they're going to be looking for that for their next 
one. They're going to be looking for. So it's not going to be reality TV. It's going right. To be they're going to see produced. Right. Because that would be great if it happened in American Bachelor. We'd be talking uh, more about yeah, it. Yeah, well, you would be for sure. I'd and be. I would even be talking about it because this caught my eye. And I don't watch, the, I don't, I've never watched The Bachelor. By the way, I meant to ask you, I'm glad that came up. Because I, I'm, I can't lie. It actually crossed my mind last week. Cowboys are playing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. He's not having a good season. Is it possible <laughs> that he's got family issues <laughs> because of what his dumb brother revealed on The Jordan? Bachelor? Or Bachelorette or whatever it was? He was on The Bachelorette. All right, so The Bachelorette. Is it possible that it goes back to this? Right, because mm. all his troubles started when After Jordan Rodgers revealed that there that Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to the parents or the brothers. How about that? Maybe you were onto something. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to beat that drum. I mocked you. Yeah, I was mocked. Yes, and by the way, I probably would again if I had to do it over again, right. I would. But even knowing what I know now, I still don't think it makes sense. I saw another theory about Aaron Rodgers that, um, you know, when when the Tom Brady deflate gate came out. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was someone who was heavily in Tom Brady's corner and saying, I would deflate balls all the time. I, I'm always playing around with ball pressure. Da, da, right. da. And that his fall off happened after they started. Maybe you're right. Looking at the uh, air he, pressure on balls. Because he can't get his hand around it. The way he'd like. You ever try to throw a real football? It's impossible. I have. We. I will. Our hands aren't. We're not six foot five. We have. I have. A, my hand would not wrap around that. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. I'll give you. Yes. All right, and then we'll end it on this. Then you're out of here. So Rashad Jennings was on Fox Five this morning. Now, why he keeps talking about Josh Brown? I don't He's a know. big talker. This uh, Rashad but Jennings. He, the question gets posed to Rashad and all these guys. What do you think should be the policy on domestic violence, right, and all this? And he wouldn't answer the question. He's like, that's for them and the offices. Probably the right answer to, to get away from it. But can somebody just once say, how about this? How about we stop hitting the women? That would be a good start. And then we don't have to worry about, I know you have to have the policy, but you get my point. Right. Can somebody just say, well, maybe if these morons would stop getting into fights with their wives and girlfriends and hitting them and beating them up, we wouldn't have to have these conversations. Right. But that never seems to come up. No, it's people always, don't mention that. How do we, what do we do when it happens? Terrible, 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 Agreed, terrible. Jerry. Anyway, the warm-up again was quite good. It was a good one today. That is coming up next. And then, uh, yeah, we will see you tomorrow. We'll do this again, and then we'll be off for the weekend on Friday. So, goodbye. See you. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And Boomer and Carton in 15 minutes. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Very busy night last night, and it was actually a really cool night because you had the Knicks starting at 7.30. You had the World Series coming up after 8 o'clock. Uh, the Indians did beat the Cubs 6 nothing. I put on Twitter, hey, let's go Indians. I must have gotten several um, very nasty responses to that. People took it personal that I didn't want the Cubs to win. Why are you an Indians guy versus Cubs? Uh, I'm not. I'm really neither, but I probably watch more Indian games this year, and I just figured, what the hell, let's go. Francona's been awesome as a manager, and why not him? You that's feel, all. You feel closer to that team, Jerry. Well, our boss's son is the GM, oh, that's but that's right. not why. It's more that we've watched them a little bit, and it'd be fun. That's all. Did you see this uh, thing going around the internet, Jerry, of uh, a kid, I guess, back in 1993 in his uh, yearbook under his uh, under his picture? Now, I don't know what you put under your photo, Jerry. Nothing. Yeah, me neither. And people were... <laughs> Mine had n- literally nothing. Yeah, I had neither. the same thing. Had my name. Nothing under. Right. No, con- no quotes, no comments. Same. Nothing. Adios. I had no activities that I did in high school. I had no I had, sports. Well, I had that. 
So I had literally nothing under my name, Jerry. This kid in 1993 wrote, Chicago Cubs 2016 World Series champs, you heard it here first. Well, that would be true. So the local TV station out there, WGN, is trying to track this guy down. They supposedly were going to have him on the news last night. I checked their website. It's not posted yet. because they lost. Oh, that could be. Because the Cubs lost. Right. And his prediction will not be true. What's strange, though. We don't know that yet. That's just a strange prediction in 1993 to pick the year 2016. It's not like it's 25 years later, 30 years later. It was like 23 years later. Random number. It's yeah. obviously evidence of time travel. He could be a time traveler. That's possible. They haven't won yet. Not yet, Jerry. But I'm saying, if they win, is this kid a time traveler? And no, maybe they not. haven't caught up with this kid because he doesn't really exist. Um, okay. Well, and he files now. Possibly. Right. Okay. So you didn't have any wild predictions under your yearbook photo. No, I worked with a moron in 2016. Oh. Well, that hasn't come true yet. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, Jerry. Hey, there's one story I know you love, and I saw this yesterday, and I cringe. This I is my, cannot believe it's real. This is my dream. A uh, youth football league in uh, Rhode Island. Uh, the coach inserted an adult into a game of 13- and 14-year-olds. Suited them up. Yeah. And he played until someone on the other team said, the the 13-year-old over there has tattoos <laughs> and facial hair. Right. And uh, the, the coach got fired for inserting a uh, 18-year-old into a game with 13-year-old kids playing football. Yeah, a little dangerous. Yeah, now I go and watch my nephew play. Uh, I watched him play football when he was younger. I, I go watch him play Little League. All I think about is the coach glancing over to me in the crowd looking for a DH or a pinch hitter in baseball. And I'd love to get up against a little kid and take him deep home run game winner. Or when I would watch the Pop Warner football, let me run one. Give me a pitch to the outside. I'll run around the corner just to have that moment of glory. And I would love to see the 12-year-old strike you out or lay you out no on chance. the football field. Really no says chance. something about you. I could definitely get hit off a 12-year-old. Of course you could. I could definitely. But, but let me say this. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about, you know, 60 feet away, or I'm sorry, 46 feet away, mm-hmm. a little harder than you think. I've stood behind the batting cage during these Little League games, and I think I, if a coach suited me up. Depends on the I'm telling you right now, it depends on the 12-year-old that's pitching. There are some kids out there that are tremendous that you would have a tough time throwing major league equivalent 95 right because it's only it's only 46 feet so if they're throwing 65 or 70 miles an hour it's the equivalent of a much faster pitch from 60 feet i would i would suit up in a little league game then against the kids that throw the throw the ball where it's not even like a straight pitch like you have any self-confidence in yourself yeah self-confidence that i would you go beat the good kids self-confidence jerry that i could get a pinch hit walk off home run and and what would that prove against the 12 year old nothing absolutely nothing that we probably just wasted two minutes. Not two minutes. It would prove. <laughs> um, unfortunately, this coach got fired for inserting an 18-year-old. And he should have been. With hey, tattoos and know, a beard. We faced it. It's funny because you wonder, um, and Rick Wolf talks about this stuff a lot, too, on his Sunday morning show. He does a baseball sports. show. Well, he does a youth sports oh, show. Oh, youth sports. At what point is the look too old? And I only say it from this standpoint. We, we played 11U uh, travel baseball this year. And over the summer, we took on a kid. He had to have been 6'3". And he had home runs in two separate games. He had home runs against us that are still traveling. But he, while he was a really big kid, when you got a good look at him, you could see he had a young face. 
This kid, this guy must have been shaving or something. He's probably an adult. Yeah, well, no, this kid wasn't. But this guy, right, you would think really looked like a man. So Yeah, anyway. they said he had facial hair that was looked like it had been shaved and grown in, not right. just like the beginnings. Like That's a, a problem. You're not hiding that with the uh, with the helmet. I think the tattoos gave him away, Jerry, yeah. honestly. I don't think they needed the facial hair. Hey, how about the fact that Marcus Ware was robbed the other night while the Broncos were playing a football game? And how about these idiots that robbed his house or on camera? They have him on tape in his house. Yeah, they. Uh, that's the thing, though, Jerry. Like, we when the football players are playing, you know they're not home. Although, well, how do you know someone's not watching the house? How do you not know that Demarcus Ware doesn't have a butler or a, a butler? Right. Well, why not? Or how about this, Jerry? A pit bull or a pit bull? I'd be worried about a pit bull I if I was a criminal. Agree with you more. And then the girl Kristen Ledlow from NBA TV uh, was robbed at gunpoint the other night in Atlanta. I don't, I'm not sure exactly when it was, but it was in the last week or so. Yes. She actually worked the Nick game last night. I thought she was going to, I mean, she said uh, a friend of hers on social media said she's going to lay low for a while, but she was there last night, did a really good job too. Yeah, I don't like these robbers, Jerry. I'm not a big fan of burglars or robbers. Right, that's why you're the uh, the community watch. At your yeah, they robbed, they robbed her, and she said that they indicated to her that they knew who she was and where she was coming from. You yeah. know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's terrible. You know, when you watch someone on TV or when you see DeMarcus wearing the sidelines like you're pointing out, you know the house is vacant. You know, Or you would think the house is vacant. I, again, I don't know how they don't know that there were cameras, which they didn't know. And for this poor girl, I mean, and they stole her Corvette, which they got back. But just terrible and terrifying. By the way, Eddie uh, has noticed, too, as I have pointed out many times, you do love looking at yourself in the camera. Oh, my God. It's constant. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I'm just checking my look. <laughs> oh, my look God. It doesn't change. In 14 minutes. I'm confused that Jerry thinks that DeMarcus Ware is a butler. Why Why is that such a weird claim for a very wealthy athlete? But like in athlete? a butler outfit? Do you think LeBron James doesn't have someone preparing his food for him? Possibly. Derek Jeter had a chef, didn't right. he? So why wouldn't you think the same thing of DeMarcus Ware? That's true. When we uh, had uh, Amare. Yeah, you just looked at yourself. Uh, that, Eddie, there's other things in here. There's <laughs> there's other things. I'm not looking. These TVs do not have me on it. There are different sports feeds going on. <laughs> I may glance at this one to make sure I have a good mic technique, but I'm not staring at right here. I'm staring. That's I'm looking at replays of last <laughs> night's game. Very important. I was getting angry. When we had Amare on that time, he had a... Um, a chef that was uh, cooking his uh, bacon and eggs and all that sort of thing. That's right. Exactly. So why would you think it would be crazy for DeMarcus right. Ware? Point made. We're mm. going to take a quick break. When we come back, we actually have some good stuff uh, from Joan Namath and from the wonderful New York Knicks as well. Coming up next in Boomer and Carton at 6 on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Uh, wrapping things up and then Boomer and Carton come out at 6 o'clock. If you are just getting up, the Indians took game one of the World Series 6-0 from the Cubs. Andrew Miller, the former Yankee, uh, did quite the job in the seventh inning in this game. Cavaliers blew out the Knicks opening night in Cleveland, 117-88. Good game at the half. It was not a good game in the second half. New York outscored 69-43. to The Spurs smashed the Warriors at Oakland, 129-100. to And just very quickly, the Devils won last night uh, as well, 5-3. to uh, Joe Namath has made amends. Don't smile, it's the Devils. Uh, he made amends with Geno Smith. And the best part of this is, is the, I guess you could say, apology is very simply, my bad. My bad. That is an official apology, Jerry. I guess it is, but and I like how he tagged it. Hey, listen, in my day, the players decided who went back in. I guess it's a different ball game. Essentially, is what he said. Now, if you're Geno Smith, are you good with that? Yeah, no, Geno seems good with it. Well, and the then, guys about, back in his day are all complaining about CTE right now because they always put themselves back into games. Now we got to 
you know, keep the players safe from themselves and the decisions that the player makes. Speaking of that, and how about what you've always said about Geno? Sheldon Richardson told, I think it was NJ.com, I've been telling Geno Smith every team, every time he's on the field, go down. Yes, Stop trying to extend these plays. There's no awareness. There's right. no awareness how to protect himself. He says, I sack quarterbacks for a living. Nothing good is going to come of it, and look at what's happening. He should start living up to his own uh, image right. now. Well, you know, he understands well, he's just trying to be a teammate, telling him what's going on. How many sacks do you have this year? Actually played a lot better in the 3-4 configuration well, but, last week. I know we don't have time. I don't understand why that's such a big deal. It's a big deal. He likes being out in space, out away from the middle of the, the defensive line, and this way he can put pressure on. He can use the outside. There's more room on the outside than there is on the inside. He can't get double-teamed, things of that nature. All right, that's the voice of Boomer. The other one's Craig. They're next on the fan.